Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We welcome you all to a Rotocast RPG podcast in the world of Dune Adventures in the Imperium by Modiphius Entertainment. Starring Ellen Graham as Lady Disha, Christopher Bond as Janice, and Sean Fleurl as Saba. Story, GMing, and additional rules by Phil Harker Smith. Artwork by Jack Sumner. Music by Paul Goodman. This is Shifting Sands. What I want to do is a feint, essentially trying to get the leader to come at me over the <laughs> over the bridge. That's what I'm hoping to do. Oh, like body tackle them off the bridge? Yeah, or get him to like rush at me. Oh, yeah, cool. Like to taunt. Yeah, a yeah. feint, yeah. yeah. I want to duck out of the way and use the precarious nature of the bridge to my advantage, hopefully. So you basically want to, you're trying to knock him off the bridge, essentially. It's still like a targeted use of your asset against him. Yeah. It's not like a move, you're not moving between zones or anything. No. No. It's just a kind of attack, but I will let you say, like, move instead of battle. This is the reason I was using feint, because I've got a higher move than I do battle. It is a move, right? So that's what you're doing. In the confusion, you've drawn these guys back onto the bridge. They've lost track of Oren because of your clever movements and he merges onto the bridge enraged that things are not going to plan and charges at you great Uh, we still got no momentum that's cool I got no successes Uh, three and a four nice well below the twelve that I need so I got no successes so those two has to just become momentum for you. He charges at you. Do you, like, flip him or do you just jump out the way? I think Silver sees Janice, knowing that very important member of the house is there, sees this leader is very nervous, but just remembers his mistake from earlier. Too hasty. As the leader rushes towards him, he essentially ducks under the legs 
knocking the feet out and sending him stumbling. He falls. So you send him stumbling and this loose green scarf leaves a trail <laughs> as he goes tumbling <laughs> into fetid refuse at the bottom of this canal, both dealing with him and humiliating him in the process. It's back to their go. The one on the bridge. Let's deal with him in a minute. I'll go to the two who are still fighting (laughs) Saba in the alleyway. Let's do one of those. Give me a defense score. You're struggling a bit, so I'm going to spend some threats to see if I can get some damage on you by adding another die. So give me a defense. Now, defense, I can't use anything like assets or anything to... Unless you had like a shield, like a personal shield. No, I've just got the bodkin. um, No, that's that's just enabling you... It's just enabling you to make a defensive action. The only thing is, how do personality traits work? How can I use personality? You know the two personality traits. What that is we your personality trait? Well, one of them is imposing, and I want to see if there's a way that I can that they fear me. I, I would rather you didn't use it in combat. Yeah, because I feel like you More could use like that every thing? single round. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Yeah. But fair, you, fair, fair. you could have used imposing the imposing trait for the for yeah, that previous one. Right? Let's do it. And it also allows you to do things you might not otherwise. Like you can't intimidate that person. You're not imposing enough. You're like, well, I am. Right. Yes. So traits enable or ease or harden yeah. things. Right. So I uh, got two successes. And I had uh, two successes, I had nine and an eight for 17. So he hits you. So that's two points against your discipline. Okay, cool. That's how health works, is that you go against their discipline score? Generally, it's there's something like their discipline, yeah. the physical stuff. It's your ability to yeah. weather and stay up. And if you reach that score, you will be defeated. Yeah. These guys are trying to knock you out. Have I done a bump steer by one of my focuses? I put a focus on discipline that says pain blocking, but I'm not sure if that's something that I can't use, because I think I misunderstood how I would use discipline in So if you were being concept, tortured, then that's and when I, I called could on use you that. to make a discipline and role. And then I could use it for that context. You could great. use it for Which that. Which is what Absolutely. I assumed. So great. Awesome. It, right. In this, it just functions as like a score to be. It's like Easy. a difficulty track. Done. So yeah, these guys are hammering at you with their cudgels. You're huge, but they've gained up on you and they're just trying there's a, there's to a, like wear a, you down. There's a choreography to them as well. Like they're on yeah. either side. They're actually communicating together in their finesse. Which puts it to your team's go again. You all three have gone this round. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Let's see what Oren wants to do. He is still facing two people. Can he just leave? Like if, if he wants to, can he move out and... and uh, he can, but he has to pass a test yeah. still. Right? Would that just so, mean that he's removed as in like... Yeah, he's escaped, he escaped he's into the city. the three zones, which yeah. means he would effectively be out of it. That's one of my conditions, because if you can escape through the Samuda Den into the wider city, then you can lose. Them. Cool. But what's his personality trait? Fremen. <laughs> <laughs> He's a he's a notable NPC, so yeah. he has who he is as his right. person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a focus in infiltration, discipline infiltration. So yeah. his skill is getting in amongst, getting in and non- out. Maybe just in. <laughs> it's not like a, a running escape, sort of move focus. It's sure. A, oh, no, I just meant like the problem with him is that he got caught, right? Yes. So he wants to not get caught again. Yes. Can I put forth an argument? Saba basically gave him an instruction. Oh, I, I so, still think he's going to leave, but he, oh, just, uh, he has to make yes. the test. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, He has to make we, the we, test. We were anxious that you weren't going to have him do that. Yeah, you, yeah he was going to turn and fight. Yeah, yeah. no, no. He's, he, he's 
I would say, like, whether he decides to do it or not, I was going to say he knows that Sava would be upset if he didn't. Yeah, he's also... He's Fremen. I was like, does that mean you think he's... No, no, no. Stubborn Yeah, stubborn Yeah, exactly right. No, it just literally describes that aspect. Yes, In the same way that Spy describes you. Oh, and also Benny Gesserit. Yes. That's what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can develop him more and give him those traits as he becomes more fleshed out. At the moment, that's his trait, right? Dope, let's do it. That's cool. But, yes, he decides that discretion is the better part of Valley. He hasn't survived as a Fremen in an off-worlder's city by being rash and foolish. So he is going to attempt to escape. He's going to use one of your guys' momentum points Please do. to yep. try and get away. Because without him, we're boned. <laughs> His move is five. Yeah, so I'm going to give him 13s. Oof. Is that a 20? Yeah. That's Whoa! really bad. That's real bad. <laughs> so he no! goes. Oh, well. It's hazy. It's smoky <laughs> in there. Oh, well. Look, he got Back the- to the character sheets. Yep. He got the one. Oh, is that a one? Is that? He got a one there. Oh, that's good. I yep. thought that was a seven. No, there's a one. Sweet. So that's a crit success. Yeah. That's so right. he does Just escape two. with a compl- complication. complication. Yeah. That's right? fine. So hey. It's a move complication. So he. He stubs his toe on a table. <laughs> oh, that would uh, I think he's, exhaust- yeah. he's exhausted. Yeah. He's utterly. He's been tortured. Exhausted. For- I don't know. How he's been long? tortured. How long? Yeah. And now the adrenaline is pumping. He's wrestled with this guy in the smoothie den, throwing him against the wall. And then he dashes out the back into the wider city. He's not really sure where he is. He's away, but he's utterly shattered and exhausted. I'll find him. Yeah, and if you don't find him, he's probably in a bit of trouble. He needed a healer before. Yeah, he'll need one now. And now he's really at the end of his resources. Yeah, yeah. But he does flee the Samuta Den, and he leaves his two assailants behind. Back to their round. I believe there's... There's two on me. You've had one attack me. There's still one more. the other one attack you. Uh, No successes. So don't worry. Okay. <laughs> uh, between the two of them, they can occasionally land a blow yes. on you. <laughs> occasionally. And we can see that play out in this dark, cramped alleyway. You keep shoving them back as they come at you. Occasionally they slip through your guard. But at the moment, it's barely enough to slow you down. And we've got one on the bridge fighting you two. Yes. He sees you throw his commander into the, the trash. Yeah. The refuse. So he comes running at you. Silver? Oh, so do I do a defense? Your defense for oh, you, yeah. Okay, so what's that? My it's a battle? battle? It's a battle. And, and my quality. And quality, yeah. yeah. One success. Uh, I got one success and another 20, so a complication. Yay, can I kick away your weapon whilst you, uh, you disarm, stab You disarm him. him. Yeah, you disarm right. him, yeah. So <laughs> You've stabbed me, but I keep the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I pull away and take the you wound. Are, you, are a minor, you are a minor NPC. Oh, yeah. So you are defeated. Yay. Silver! Can, oh, yeah. But they're not here to kill you guys. He, he rushes at you, hits you in the kneecap, <laughs> and then smacks you across the face. <laughs> but the vehemence with the way he does it and in this precarious position, he loses his footing and drops his weapon over the side. But Silver, yeah. you collapse unconscious. There might be just like one look to Janice of run. Uh, it's your go, Team Shana. He wants to kill both of these men now. Okay, I have a different solution. <laughs> Get the hell out. <laughs> I, I, I think we can stop the fight completely. I mean, we're in different zones completely, so... Oh, you're within... You're one you, you away from see each other. each other, yeah. Yeah, I think we could stop this fight completely. I reckon, I reckon there's a win. I reckon there's a win scenario. You want to basically discourage them from continuing? Yeah. Yeah, how would you guys go about it? First of all, you have to have a trait to, yes. to do something. The trait is that they're mercenary, right? And The trait leaders. is that they're mercenary and I'm adaptable. Okay. I am going to bribe them with a black market trader, which is an asset that I have. Um... 
Mm. Or like talk them down. Like talk yeah. them into like this is a fraught battle. Getting them to stop is its okay. own is thing. The, is the main thing? Yeah, cool. like you don't have time to like offer them something yeah, sure, complicated. Sure. Okay. They're literally like grunting and, and like fighting. Whacking him. They don't really listen. Excuse, I know a black market trader. <laughs> yes. uh, I got some insider stuff. I, I, I don't think you that's, in some I don't think it's going to work. I might have the better way in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> GameStop is going up, guys. Here you go. Yeah, that's right. Do you want to do that first or do you want to wait for Saber's like maybe kill one of them to try yeah, and strengthen your I position? I can persuade them by... Brutalize right. okay. one. Yeah, maybe you if you kill one, that yeah. even you, you give giving just some damage to some because they're starting to, they're starting to lose yeah, and sure. they've lost so, their target. Their leader's in trash. Sabra has realised that he's let his ego get a little bit of the better of him. Gaming wise, he lent into his power when he should be leading into his duty. He needs to mm. fall back on his training rather than this ego. So I'm going back to using my duty. He's going back to using his short blade. It's very simple. I also want to use the dimness of the alley. He's going to start using the shadows to make really well-placed, calculated attacks. I'm going to be using uh, battle and duty, which is going to be 16, including my short blade focus as the bodkin protrudes once more. Mm -hmm. And how do we use assets again? Uh, so the, the dimness, how does that mechanically affect things? So it makes the difficulty lower. So when I set the difficulty for the attack, another 20, there's a 1, so the difficulty gets lowered by 1. Yep. So the difficulty is 0, yep. so anything will hit and kill him. There, he does have a complication. Yes. But uh, let's see if it matters. Sean might roll really bad. Uh, yeah. I rolled a 19, but a 4. So that's two successes. So they're both spare, because yep. difficulty was 0, yeah. He takes a moment as he like assesses, and he feels these blows raining down on him. As one blow starts to come to him again, he takes a step back as he like well places himself in the shadow you hear the bodkin as it unsheathes itself once more and he lurches out from the shadows an overhead strike embeds the bodkin straight into his forehead yeah you step back into the shadows foolishly he rushes forward and straight, straight to the skull and he's dead he's gone I want to then keep the initiative and at a cost, go again. Uh, yes, that costs you two. And now you can keep the initiative, uh, but difficulty is plus one. Yep. yep. And I'm going to attack the second one. You do the same thing, same setup. So this time, instead of a minus one from the dimness, it's just flat. Uh, I rolled quite well, so two. Buy an extra dice with momentum or threat. So I'm going to grab that extra one to get an extra d20. No momentum left. He's going to again, like, take a slow breath, and I'm going to attempt to fight them, is to know them again. And if I succeed on this test, I'm also going to get two extra momentum that I can use. Cool. For knowledge stuff. Yes. Or to create an asset that gives me knowledge. Okay. Two successes because I also rolled a 16 and a 17. So two successes. Yeah, you kill him. How do you kill him? With brute force, extricates the, the knife from this person's forehead. And instead of letting him drop to the floor, he grabs him by the neck and just throws him to the floor. Steps on the man's body forward. He like reaches up to club him once again, grabs the wrist, breaks his arm, and plunges the bodkin straight into his sternum and then carves down as he releases. Man barely has time to scream before it's cut off. You brutally slaughter both of them. From the moment he stabs the first person, he is eyeing the second man, watching him the entire time. And I'm looking to like get a sense of what is important to these people, especially in their last moments when they know they're going to die, when they know that their situation is dire. What is important to them? They have been glancing the whole time you've been fighting them. They've been looking in the direction that Oren went. 
wanting to go that way and, and chase that way. They know that they had backup in that direction, but you can sense that you were impeding them, that they weren't, yeah, they wanted to take you down because you were fighting them, but their target was Orin. I'll give you that for one of your to fight them is to know them. And then you have another question if you want. Um, and then I want to have a, a trait that represents knowledge gained about the opponent. So The scarf? No, sorry. They're from a mercenary body in the town called the Midnight Syndicate. Yeah, is there like a patch like, or yeah, something on them? No, you just, you just, there's not, they're, not, they're not foolish enough to wear anything. But you know. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, is there, anything on their, is there anything on their body that represents that? Like, obviously, it's not modern day. They don't have a wallet. But is there something that, like, represents something that might be... What I'm just going to say is that it's their methods. It's their methods, the wearing of black clothing, the use of colour to mark out the leader of their band. It's Midnight Syndicate. Midnight work. Syndicate. It's not so much that they have a tattoo or they wear anything. It's just that you, as a fighter, know who the fighting factions in the city are. And you know that they're a mercenary band called the Midnight Syndicate. And they've been hired to take Orin off. He'll be taking one of the clubs. But that's my turn because I've already done two. So it's them. Mm-hmm. Their leader is dead. Two of them just got savagely murdered. The two in the Samuda Den try to leave. Okay. So one of them first tries to leave subtly which direction away into the city into the city yeah he passes so he's going to keep the momentum and the other one is also going to leave subtly now i have a question here i also have a skill that says with my constantly watching if an enemy chooses to keep the initiative increase the cost by plus two (sighs) (laughs) it's not worth spending threat damn it um, no, it's not where I want to keep the threat. <laughs> so one of them slips out, but you call out you across hear a, the... You hear a primal scream. He yells the name of their order. Ooh, Ooh. the mercenary band. That is bad news bears for them. They do not want to get ID. What's their name again? The, the Midnight Mid- Syndicate. Yeah, you just hear him. He's like... <sighs> Midnight Syndicate! One of them has escaped. Two of them... Remain one on the bridge with you guys. I'm out. Just knocked out silver, and one in the smoother den who who looks like he's he wants to scarp up pretty quick. What do you do, Janice? You're the only one left. That's alright. Sorry. I'm <laughs> going to move back into the smoother den. Yes. So normal, boldly, or subtly? Subtly do that. Yep. Do we have any momentum left? No. No. Uh, no. Ooh. Sorry, I used it to brutalize them. <laughs> I did notice that, and as someone who's done that in previous seasons, I approve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, it's fun, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's great to do the thing that I'm statted for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Funny cool. that. Uh, let's stealthily move. And again, this is a justice action. It's not really a duty action. Why are you moving? To, to, get, to, to get back to it? To get to our target. To kind of... You're like, going to go find Orin. Yeah. So this is a justice action. Well, am I more likely to be able to stop him escaping if I'm there? Not really, am I? No, it doesn't really factor into it. No. Unless you were physically trying to restrain him or something. Yeah. Which I, doesn't sound like you. No. I mean, I, I could subtly move and then maintain... If I got momentum, I could... Then attack him, yeah. Then attack him. You could, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll try and do that. So like, that's duty action then. Yeah, you're uh, doing it on behalf of your house. Yeah, yeah, what must be done must be done. Because I'm going to try and sneak up and then like get him. Yeah. Get him. So sneak. Three successes. Nice. Two to succeed and then one. Momentum generated. You did a subtle move, which means keeping momentum costs you nothing. There's no one else on your team for it to go to, so you can act again at Great. a plus one difficulty. Lovely. I'll do that and I will spend a momentum to give myself an extra die. And I'm just going to say you snuck there. Yeah. I'm going to lower his difficulty by one. Great. It's clouded, so lower the difficulty again. By two. 
Great. I'm adaptable. No, not okay. in this case. Yeah. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Come uh, on, it's smoky uh, thing. Yeah, Who thought this big brain guy is going back and forth? Oh wow, he's so adaptable. Yeah, honestly, right? <laughs> zero, zero difficulty. He slices. He does. I got, a, I got, got some momentum. One and uh, your sneak lowered at difficulty. So. I'm curious as to what my drive. Oh wait, and then it's her plus one difficulty, so it's a one. One, one to difficulty. One to be. I'm curious what the drive is then. I think it's duty still. What are you trying to do? Capture or kill this guy? Uh, that's a good question. Subdue. Yeah. So capture. Duty. You interrogate him for your house. Yeah, right? we need the information. Oh, I right? I know it's more protect from protecting him from going after. I don't mind either. I okay. think I don't, okay. I don't even worry too much about it. All right. In That's that cool. case, yeah. Well, I'll go with the. Oh, it's not conflicting with any of them, so I don't think I want to worry too much. Wow, about. I rolled a nineteen, a fourteen, and a twelve. I only have a battle of, and I'm presuming I was going to use battle, not move. Yeah, you're trying to subdue, subdue. someone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so four plus eight is twelve. So you miss. It's right on the money. You got it. Meets one. Meets it. One success. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's right on the fucking. Well, um, three dice, one twelve. So Everything else higher. He is looking. I'm not that adaptable. <laughs> His compatriot has already fled. He is about to flee when he hears the bellowed name of his mercenary company. And he nervously looks back for a second, which is long enough for you to scamper back into the den and... White and yellow blue robes flitting in this cloudy smoke and pipes of cloud puff through, strange through. The wisps that are actually his cloak as wisps of white dense smoke may appear blue and, and yellows in the smoke itself and with a like a rear naked choke comes up behind him and applies the weird cut the Vulcan kind of pinch like it's the logical brain thinking of if I want to subdue someone you're cutting off his cut artery. Off blood supply you to the neck. tamp off his carotid artery yeah yeah and yeah. and just sleeper hold him uh, he goes down yeah you very very deftly subtly his weight collapses and I go down with him. Like, not a strong man. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like... <clears throat> you just knew the point to hit. Yeah. Now, and still, you had the opportunity. You still have, There's still one on the bridge, isn't there? Yes. The precarious bridge. And he's... By himself. <laughs> he's by himself. He's standing over Silver. And then he looks up. He has no weapon. He has no weapon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which way does he want to go? He jumps off. <laughs> <laughs> Takes himself out of the equation. Very, very appropriate. Yeah. yeah. He just jumps off into the into the refuse. He tries to see if his leader's still okay and, and they, they crawl away out of the scene. Yeah, that's the end of the conflict. <laughs> You have to find Oren. Yeah. Saba, like, he comes through. He spends a close minute with uh, the now dead Silver. Uh, he's not dead. I'm just knocked out. Yeah. No, sorry, he's dead. He's dead. Throws him over the edge. So nothing we could do. He wasn't, he wasn't dead before, but he is now. Well, he, he actually... Come, you you yeah. know that. These mercenaries are obviously after Oren for yes. whatever reason. But it's not uncommon to take hostages from other houses because it's a pretty profitable thing, right? So that's why they came at you with clubs, right? Because yeah. if they can carry any of you off, they can then charge... But that's just a side quest. That's release. a side quest, right? Their main thing was to get Oren. Yeah, but they wouldn't have minded taking a couple of you down with them. But that's, So that's what yeah. they did to... They knocked him out gold. Yeah. They kneecapped him and smacked him across the face. So, he, so he's coming to. He makes his way on the uh, bridge and as soon as he sees Silver, he literally slaps him across the face. Oh, like to wake up. Uh, yes. Uh, Forward. Yes. Can you stand? Of course. Good. By the scruff of the neck almost lifts you up onto your feet um, and push you forward across the precarious bridge. Uh, we have an asset yeah. now. 
the hostage uh, individual, the ruffian yep. that I Yay. took. Yep. Uh, I also have an asset. You've slept- it's called interrogation. <laughs> yeah. You, you've slept him. You can easily bind him. Like, yeah. great. We'll take our asset and we'll go find our ward. Yes. Yes. So you need to make a test for me. It's an understand. You're looking for him. Where might he have gone? Where would he hide? Like, uh, where to deduce tracks? where he's gone? Yeah, what tracks did he leave? Well, I'll deduce that. Yes, deductive <laughs> reasoning. Also, another point. This is a good point to remind you of the help rules. You're working together on the same kind of task. If anyone else wants to help, they use a single D20. Basically the same test. If they get a success on that dice, it passes to... Yep the actor. Same for complications though, right? Yes. Yep. So uh, when you say success on a single D20 and what are they, what number are they trying to beat? Say you're doing an, un- Janice is doing an understand test. Yes. Yep. You do an understand test as well. Yep. But, but instead of two D20s, you get one D20. And, and if you make your understand rating with whatever drive you're using. Yeah. Okay. So you, are you, that to you, you just attribute a drive, but you don't include the dice for the drive. If that makes sense. You use the drive to get the difficulty number, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So but you're only the, doing the one D20. Yeah. The drive doesn't add a, like, it's not like the skill is a die and the drive is a die. No, I, just, yeah. I think of it that way because you're All using right. a drive and a skill and you're yeah. using two D20s. So it's like buying the, is the way I right, think of it. Right. Right, right. It's no, no mechanical thing. No, no, you have a 1d20 pool instead. Yeah. Anything for the house, I'll, I'll try out. Yeah. What's your understand, by the way? Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Complication. I was just about to say don't. What is your under? What's oh, your You number? know what happens. What? I put you in charge of the asset. Oh. That's the complication. What, that we lose him? Yeah. Mm. That he distracts you or me. Sounds like a fair ploy to me. Sean, did you want to contribute Sorry. to understanding? <laughs> I'm not sure I mean, you... I'm did not you sure guys... You... Did you, before you do this, do you want to hear the difficulty? Because it's difficulty one. Like, it's not even hard. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he, hasn't gone that, he hasn't gone that far. Yeah. We've rolled it. You've rolled Sorry. it now. That's okay. I figured, you know, team effort. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you track him down with a harder test. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm, I'm going to be trying to yeah. track. I'm going to try and track. If this guy... There's no point me the helping you because is he my dump stat. I can try it. There might be another fail. Well, The complication what, is he makes a run for it. Let's do... Yeah. Can you find him first? Let's do well, that first. Do, do you want to help with... Because multiple people can help, right? Yeah, of course. Mm. So, understand isn't... 20. I told you! I told you! <laughs> you didn't have... It's not a dump stat if you've got a good drive with it. You I could told boost you I was going to roll 20. You could maybe be it minimum 12. I know, but I'm just it saying. It doesn't matter now. <laughs> so, these two get in my way <laughs> is basically what you're telling me. Hey. I did say... Hey, I did say... roll 20s, you moron! Nice. <laughs> That is morons. <laughs> oh, Sorry, no. I forgot what game I was in. Well, out of curiosity, D&D, right? what drive did you use, Sean? <laughs> Pardon? What drive did you use? Oh, it would have been it would have been Judy. Judy. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I think I think can we say there's something in the way that I get distracted by actually the fact that you caused the other one to escape. I yeah. get distracted by trying to get him back. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you definitely can't help. No. You uh, become frustrated. Uh, so add that complication to you that will last <laughs> at least the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, and the complication that you uh, yeah. had is that this guy is making a run for it, which we'll deal with in a second. Yeah. But you are frustrated. It's yeah. going to affect all of your understand roles from now on. You're just, ah. 
Too much has happened. Yeah. And your underlings suck. I feel like I'll go after that person instead of even helping out. Yeah, you don't yeah. help yeah. at all. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to actively pursue the other one. See if you can find Oren. It's a difficulty one. And we have no momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, you can. We're I've st- got three threats. We're still in the same yeah. scene. No, new scene. New scene. Great. Passive scrutiny. What question would you like to ask? Uh, are there any marks in the sand or earth or dirt? Any tracks? New scene. What's the trait for this scene? Because we're not in a conflict. Now it's frustrated. Uh, bustling. <laughs> bustling. Okay, that's fine. Because you're you're out into the city yep. proper, right? That's fair. You're out of the slums. It's a bit more affluent. People coming and going. So the thing that you notice is blood. A handprint of blood on one corner. Great. The trait tracks. That means easy. It's difficulty zero now. Yep. Cool. Watch, watch Chris roll a 20. On 2d20. <laughs> 220s. <laughs> Uh, what must be done must be done. This is the duty action. Yeah. Yeah. And my. Nothing uh, you're doing so far understand. goes against your duty. This is all kind of in line. Yep. Both of those are two successes. That's great. No, no criticals, but they're two successes there. So it was difficulty zero because of the tracks. Oh, no. Actually, tracks made it possible. Tracks made it possible. Yeah. So it was difficulty one. You managed it. And you get one momentum. The one momentum. Yeah. How about adaptable made it possible? <laughs> Oh, you get Chris, two momentum. Chris trying his best he to make adaptable work. He loves his traits. <laughs> I love this game. It's um, fun. So, uh, yes, the adaptable house, Akshana, knows how to, to get things knows done. Knows how to track. Yeah. Who'd yeah. have thought? He um, can follow a track in a lost Whoa. asset. Honestly, right? Yeah, it's almost like where our job is spotting stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost as if he's a spy. Oh, oh wait. wait. I have that personality trait. That and probably helps. Yeah, but you didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. say it. You find you find Orin in this alleyway, leant against the wall, furtively looking around to see if he's been followed. He looks up and he sees you. Ikshana is supposed to keep me safe. Now I have more need of a healer than ever. I hope your one you have on staff is skilled. I don't think I say anything. I grab him and pull him up. Oh, he leans on you. Mm. I don't like that. We continue on, I think. I try and escort him back. Yeah. Um, you limp out of the alleyway and back into the street of Carthag. I'm going to need a difficulty one move to to Fine. catch this guy. He's, Great, yeah. His hands are tied. I'm, so. dealing, sure I'm, dealing with a, I'm dealing with a bumbling... No, you've done enough. <laughs> Stay away from me. I'm going to clean up your mess. His I hands are tied. I feel like you would want some help. I'm good. Um... And you know what? You're fired. So, um, I'm so dead. So this is going to be... Yeah, move duty. Move duty, yeah. Because, like, I can't allow the house to falter. Yep. This is a faux pas. This cannot be done. And this person is quick. So he starts to use his environment. And he's going to climb up and get himself a high vantage point And, like, follow from a top, from, like, a higher vantage point. And with the jump idea, down on him. Yes. Yeah. Because I've got the... Focus of climb. Okay, so I'm going to turn it into like a two-part test. Give me a climb. Yep. Difficulty one. Great. Oh, one second. Fail. Okay, so needed fourteen, y- got a fifteen at lowest. You sure so you, you don't you don't gain any <laughs> advantage. Yeah. You keep up with him, but there is no advantage to your attempt to tackle him, yep. which is a move test. Another one. Another move test. Great. Yeah. This was just a cre- you wanted to create an advantage. Yeah. Which was. Get above him so you can leap down on him. All right, give me that momentum. I'm going to use one to get an extra d20 because I'm just not rolling well now. Apparently not. No one's rolling because well. because he is also... Uh, no one's rolling well? Yeah, you, I'm you, rolling you well. rolling well. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know what? Why don't I spend another threat? Make it difficult to do. Oh. Okay. So there's two, only two threats on the table. There's only two threats on the table now. What if I spend another momentum? Oh, I worked hard for, for that. 44. I rolled well for that. We need, we need this guy also, to interrogate. You lose them. It's a move skill. I know I know. I was joking, 
But given that Silver disgraced himself, does it not also... Yeah, go for it. Go on, help him out. To try and help. What's your drive on this? Oh, this is still the same. It's still duty. How is this duty? They've gone against the house. Wouldn't that be justice or power? No, I'm going with duty on this one. Because it's my drive. It's obey my house in all things. Like, get it done. This isn't an order. This isn't an order. Capturing this guy. Capturing this guy is not an order. It's not a, an obedience thing. I think the house would definitely be upset if I didn't. If, if, if he give the asset is the valuable thing. I can jibe with it being duty in this case. Yeah. Mm. I think this is definitely something the house would want me yeah. in, in my role as like security and guard yes. and getting things you to want do to this. Find out the reason you were attacked, yeah. right? They went to get our asset. Yes. They want him for a reason. That jives with so that it's overall. I, so I can see the argument in that case for justice yeah. being the other more appropriate one. But I agree with your argument for duty as well. Yeah. Right? So I duty. would say duty or justice. I would say it's not power. You're not trying no. to prove that you're better than him. I would take either of those. If you use duty, yep. use duty. That's duty. fine. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a five under a 12. Great. So that's one success. That helps me with lowering or... Uh, just gives you success. an success, yeah. yeah. So uh, two. Is I'm going to give us so much momentum, maybe, unless it's all 20s. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's a 16, an 18, a 17, and a 1. So Ooh. two successes. <laughs> so three, three successes overall. Yeah. Yes. For one from help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you generate one momentum, which yeah, is going to, you're going to lose the end of the scene. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Look at those 16, 18, and 17. The what dice is up with my D20? The dice are fickle. It's because he's, he's frustrated as well. Yeah. He's like making mistakes. But you do catch up with him, you tackle him as he runs, waddles away through the streets, hands behind, tied behind his back. He just like grabs him by the, between the shoulder plays and just face plants him into the ground. Where are you going? <laughs> Ah, get off me, brute. Wrong way, syndicate scum. You haul him to his feet, and in short order, the whole of your party presents yourselves to the guards at the gate to the Akshana compound oh, in God. the Waterfall District, shortly before the all-hands meeting that you're required to attend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had something on the diary. <laughs> Whereas Lady Disha has been... Doing whatever she wanted for the last uh, hour or two. Eating canapes. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I don't know. Bathing herself in this dusty, arid place. The height of luxury. She's been sitting in a bath. <laughs> they call it the Waterfall District for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the upshot is that, yes, you have secured Oren. He's a bit worse for wear, as he was already. And you have a prisoner from the syndicate who was hired to abduct you and Oren. While Saba and Janus are just now arriving at the Akshana compound, 
Lady Disha alighted from the wind of change some hours ago, mm. helped down by the gallant hand of Vadim. Not that I need it, but I want it. Yes, <laughs> I and want I will the take it. And I'll take what I want. The golden ornithopter's wings fold back like a, a dragonfly at rest. Beautiful. You enter the Ikshana compound. Now, my impression of the Ikshana compound is that, like your house, it makes a lot from a little. Mm. So it's quite a compact set of buildings in the waterfall district. I see it as being austere, but not to the point of brutal. There's kind of touches of elegance and, and decoration. It's like minimalist but lavish. Not lavish, but minimalist but like pristine. Yes. What, yeah, I, I had an image. Yeah, Happy tell me more. Tell, absolutely. Uh, this very, is, very, tell me more about it. Yeah, very inspired maybe by Byzantine architecture and Turkish architecture. Uh. So domes and cross domes. Potentially, like, we're all about seeing others. So I think the exterior of these buildings are not too lavish in terms of colouring or paints or anything, but the interior is mosaics and geometric patterns that are all in-house colours, but the interior is all very dark. Naturally, it has to be kind of blacked out to stop the harshness of Arrakis. You want it to be very sealed and yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a result, it's very low light. And you just see of the lighting inside the compounds, it alights some of this orange mo- glass mosaic, just making it look like parts of it are glittering with the fire of the sun itself. I got a bit too up my as own the, as with the, the, as the description. Globe, yeah. <laughs> as the suspensor globes kind of follow yeah. you down the halls, it, it lights the various images. I imagine one of the larger halls perhaps has images of the history of House Ikshana, its origins in another system, yeah. their arrival to Arrakis, their changing fortunes and mm. adaptability over the years. Well, we were from a like a moon or a neighboring planet, a neighboring planet to by. get a Getty Prime. Getty Prime. Prime. Uh, Yeah, we said Getty Secundus. Getty Secundus. Did we make that up? Yes. Yes, we did. Well, if there there are three planets in the orbit of that moon, Getty Prime is one, so we surmise that if there is a prime... It's probably a Secundus. And and a a tertiary as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we're neighbouring to the Harkonnen. You were originally, yeah. Yeah. And you followed followed them them to pursue their... We got caught up in that. From the moon to the sun. (laughs) I imagine that history would be depicted on your wall. Yeah. And maybe we didn't have the full control of that planet either. And now we've come into our own a little bit here. I think if you went down some stairs, maybe a tight spiral staircase, you might find yourself in the veiled archives containing a history of the house and a few relics, perhaps, that found in your expeditions to the deep desert. They are... Liberated. Liberated, yeah. They are the kind of little icons of glory of the house. I think perhaps one of these was coveted by House Kaddish mm. and they expected you to turn it over. It was perhaps uh, tinged with ancient religion and they expected that they should have it. They're like, why do you need it? You don't, you're not mm. even religious. We're like, so. It's part of yes, the... Yes, they can expect all they like, yeah. but exactly. it's ours. It became part of the ongoing animosity between your houses and you can find it down there in the archives. There's a small garden. Obviously, in a ruckus, water is very precious. Yes. So any kind of garden is an extravagance. Highly coveted. Yes, so this is a small one, but available for the lady and, and the mm. Viscount to use at their leisure. I'm a 
imagining orchids. They're subtle, but, you know, require a lot of water. Yeah, I, I was going to suggest, as to continue our idea of always looking at things, mm. rather than orchids, irises. Ah, mm. beautiful. Uh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's quite good. Mm. I, thought. I like it, yeah. And they're yes. similar in shape, They too. are similar. Yeah. That's why I, I thought of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, iris is in I. <laughs> he gets it. Yeah, man. He gets oh. it. <laughs> I thought that was quite good, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, and we will eventually, at some point, get to they call the Desert Star Pavilion, or just the pavilion, in an open courtyard, small, as you say, Byzantine-style, mm. kind of a pagola or a gazebo structure yeah, yeah, in yeah. a courtyard where Vadim holds meetings in the style of your house it's rather open and circular rather than being kind of regimented and, and hierarchical everyone kind of gathers to share counsel it's not tiered in a way it's, it's just like sharing yes there's also the idea in Ikshana's compound that most places you cannot hide in well there's they're a, circular yeah, yes circular so there there's, and there's places where you're just visible yeah. to everyone mm. and I think that compound with a lot of the patterns having our eye mm. <laughs> it mm. just feels like you are always being watched yes almost the feeling of one would experience in a pentoptagon mm. like going in and always, always feeling an eye looking at yeah. you even yeah. in a private room there's eyes looking at there you there are hidden eyes everywhere there yeah. are yeah. There are literally that. <laughs> so tell us, Lady Disha, about your quarters. Uh, do you have a lot of attendants? What do you do in the time between returning from the Colosseum and tonight's meeting? Because of her ties to the Bene Gesserit, Lady Disha does not require many handmaidens and they have their own quarters that are close to her but not constantly in proximity. They are mainly there to serve as a luxury, getting dressed, preparing things, not necessarily for company or really protection because she's kind of got that locked down and she does have her personal guard. But I would imagine in her quarters there is a room that is just a spa. It's a dark place that she can go for quiet contemplation similar mosaic tiles candles everywhere and just the luxury of sitting in water bathing in this dry dusty planet is there anything that's playing on her mind about what she's learnt so far about the things that are transpiring i think she is always thinking of how she can target someone Being a courtier is a game of trying to find open nerves or deep secrets or vulnerabilities that you can make secrets up to target like she did with Drusa. And she's just playing over the people, the vice administrator, Vadim even, and just thinking of where are those vulnerabilities? And perhaps she even reflects upon herself. Is there anything she's leaving out in the open? that should be covered? Is there anything she should open up to attract potential threats and trap them? And perhaps just for flavour, there are another one of her favourite flowers is a carnivorous one. Mm. It's one of those bell flowers or a fly trap. Mm. And that's how she pictures herself. How can she lure people in? Where can she trap them? Mm. God, it is that awful thing that I imagine all of us... uh, 
anyone in the house is doing. You have to go over your day and going, did I leave myself vulnerable anywhere? Mm. Did I make mistakes? I need to go through everything and make, what did I say? Is that open to interpretation? Oh, yeah. Have I potentially endangered the house yes. by a careless word or two? Yeah. 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 It's hard at the top. Yeah. It's, it's really slippery hard at, at the top, top of the totem yeah. pole. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So our agents also return and are allowed into the compound. Oren is handed off to the house healer, the house healer Larique, and they're to be assessed and taken care of for the time being, which leaves Saba and Janus a little bit of time to um, dust off the filth of the streets, the dust of their Arakeen day. We'll start with Saba. How does Saba spend his time? Saba, I think, first and foremost, he would have checked in to make sure that the lady had returned safe to the house and is here, like returned from the party or the gathering, as it were, the meeting. You would have been the first to know had she not, but of course, yes, you still want to check. Oh, aside. absolutely. You have to make sure that the proper channels have been adhered to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe because her spa is very, very private, yeah. where she would just be alone, maybe there is like a an iris on her bed Yes, as a kind of signal to be like, this is where I am. Or potentially even on the door. Mm. Uh, as he, Because I, I imagine while well, obviously he's not going to live, his small, modest quarters have been placed not too far from uh, Lady Disha's. It's not obviously right next to her or anything, but it's a short distance away so that he can always be at beck and call if he needs to be. I imagine he, considering his seven foot frame or close to, it is actually much smaller than one would anticipate for a man of his size. But quite frankly, he's always preferred that. Not quite discomfort, but at least it's not allowing him to be complacent in any and all things. So he would take a moment to avail himself of a a very quick shower or bathing or just a way to eliminate the the muck and the blood, the grime that he accumulated. And I think one thing that he would have done is taken back the member of the Midnight Syndicate. I think maybe he would have even, though he, there's no promise of it, he would have at least made his intention known that he would like to be the one that is chosen to interrogate the member. He at least puts his hand up to say, you know, I would like to, whether or not that happens. But he knows that if they want it to be done right they will do the right thing and choose him. Mm-hmm. And if he's got a bit of time to himself, I think he's still quite frustrated from the events of the day. As we know in the previous scene, the almost losing this member is a faux pas on his part. And he should not have left Silver to his own devices. And he mm. takes that as a failure on his part. Even though he weirdly loathes the idea of being a trainer, he still takes it as his service and his job to do so. So if he has time, even though it's such a weird kind of dichotomy uh, or a weird kind of like counterintuitive thing where he cleans himself up and then immediately goes into the training space and starts to get out his frustrations by him. I imagine there's a lot of wooden columns and planks that are just there to be beaten into. Is that Wing Chun practice of you constantly attack to harden up your body? Yes. Considering as well that part of what happened during the day was he got taken down by clubs almost. They actually Mm. did put an effect so he goes, I'm not strong enough. I'm not hard enough. I'm not rock solid so suffering equals progress excellent what a long winded way to get to that no it was perfect it's the scenic way (laughs) Uh, Janice is moving through the house seemingly at random he walks from corridor to corridor room to room uh, looking at the ornate gemstones and uh, masonic work on the uh, walls the beautiful intricate glasswork 
gemstones inserted into the wall in that Byzantine style. But what he's actually observing is the way that house spies communicate to each other, which is the gems and pieces of glasswork, masonry in the walls are removed and put in different spots to communicate information to each other. So we don't need to speak to each other. We communicate with gemstones in the walls how and where people are, what they're doing, how far they've come or have they returned back or not. It's like constant dead drops. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. the yeah. whole house is a, a network of communicating between each other. Yeah. The spies of the house communicate via the walls of the house. A green gem placed in one of the, the eye sockets of one of the previous rules of the house lets you know that a scout has returned from yes. the desert and has an updated bulletin on Fremen movements. A shade of blue has changed from one location to another location in indicating that Fremen have moved locations in the deserts of Arrakis. Such a cool way of communicating. Yeah. I this, fucking yeah. this love kind it. Of, what's the word that I'm looking for? Mosaic? Mosaic shifts and moves only if you know and are paying attention in such detail to look for it. Otherwise, because of its complex nature, if you were here one week and then the next... You wouldn't notice. You wouldn't yeah. notice the changes. I like unless the you were that, very astute. Unless you were incredibly astute, like mm. a mentat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then you'd have to break the code. Then you'd have to break the yeah. code. Yeah. And without being there regularly enough, it's almost in, impossible. Indecipherable. Yeah. And it's throughout the house. So there is no kind of like, yeah. there's no one wall where to, people yeah. are going, these are the gemstones yeah. that mean yeah. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to have access to a whole house. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like the idea that like even anyone that in the house that isn't a mentat might be aware that there are messages. Like you just become aware of that, but have no idea what. But you just assume, yeah, there is stuff going on all the time. Well, you know, the, the spy networks need to understand their part of it that they update. That's it but only the select few understand the whole picture presented by the various communications on the wall. And because this mosaic is so based around either the culture of the house, the history of the house, or the fact that it's an eye staring back at you, the spies recognise their place within building that mosaic. Mm. Their shifting around still has to be artful and still has to represent or be part of the whole. And so each member of the house recognises their small mosaic piece in an eye that's always reflecting and always looking back at you. Mm. It's a constant reminder that it's Ikshana as well. You're you're like, I am Ikshana. You are one part of this mosaic, this beautiful tapestry that is part of the house as a whole. Not tapestry, One, mosaic. Yeah. Yeah. Doubling down what I'm saying. But yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's tapestries too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Janice sees what has happened throughout his time away. The small changes, the scouts returned and gone, the ornithopters that have gone out and come back, the small deposits of spice that have been seen or noteworthy bits of information that have come in. One minor house has suggested that they have seen a worm sign at one point. Okay, big deal. That house doesn't know what it often does, so irrelevant, but Mm -hmm. important to know that they think they know they found a worm sign. Those sorts of things. Mm. You get the information from, like, the distrans about how the other houses are, what they think of us, like what K received from the party after the others left. Yeah, the social standing of the house. Yes, the distrans are the explicit way of communication as opposed to the subtle communications of the... It's more direct. Yes. Janice will go to follow the Fremen to see how he's doing with the doctor, the healer. Larique. 
Larik. Uh, so Lorik. and Larik. So Larik is a house healer, a doctor, a soup doctor. So it, pretty much anyone worth the name of doctor should has be a, is a soup, soup, soup doctor. Soup soup training. Doctor. Yes. Yeah. It's become synonymous. Yes. With the I with presumed the as much, but yeah. just to be explicit. Yes. Yeah. They are a, a soup doctor, and they quickly put Orin under. Okay. For the sake of recovery. Okay. He was Gone hiding both torture and then a battle. He was hiding but, his yeah. injuries very well. Yes. He was actually in a lot worse shape than he broken. was. Then, yeah. Then yeah. He was in letting on. So once he reaches safety, he kind of kind of gives out. And uh, after a quick assessment where Larik carefully puts his hands on Oren's body in various places to assess his pain, his circulation, and his general health, he administers a drug that puts him under. And he informs you that, yes, he will recover, but it, it may take a few days at least. I wish to have him sedated so that some of the more painful aspects of his treatment can pass by. Janice asks, Yes, how many days exactly? I need to know. Three days. Good. And leaves. Lurik returns to his work. You will be expected, you know, to give a report to Vadim. Yep. Come tonight. So do you spend time to work on that or is it just something that formulates in your head? It's something that formulates in the head. What Janice will do is probably at the start of our next scene, if you are okay with it, do the calculated prediction, understand role at the okay. top of it. Uh, so he will spend time in meditation thinking about the odds and ends, the different traders and black market contacts that we have and how that shifting web of social connections and market values will probably collapse in the coming days, weeks, months mm. regarding the news that we've heard. The opportunity in the big expedition mm -hmm. as well as the leaving of a major house and how these things are all going to impact each other. His mind becomes a kind of network of a cork pinboard with red lines. going to say the red string. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's do your... He does a mind palace. Yeah. <laughs> he does the mind palace thing. Well, let's do your calculated prediction now. Okay. It's a good moment to do it, I think, yep. before we get into this larger scene. So you sit in meditation, your eyes roll back, the whites show, and you attempt a difficulty four... Difficulty four. ...understand yeah. roll. Okay. Where is um understand in, in the realm of skills there in terms of the hierarchy? I have it as my highest. Oh, it is your highest. Yes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's my lowest. And your drive? <laughs> my drive, I think, in this case... So, I'm thinking it's justice. I must protect the house. But yeah, potentially look, not. You said you were From thinking the economy. about <laughs> threats and... So, potentially it's power? Well, I think it's actually truth. I think that's the motivating thing here. Do you, what like, will be the truth what, of the what's, situation? What's actually, it's to figure out ahead of time what's happening, right? It's not a, I don't have to do this to, I don't want, I'm, I'm I don't not want required guesswork. to do this. I don't want guesswork, I want what is. Yeah, I'm not yeah. required to do this. This isn't a faith action. This isn't a justice action. I'm not trying to balance the scales or anything. I'm not yeah. trying to revenge myself. I'm not trying You're to just trying power. to see clearly. I mean, it could be argued power. I'm trying to get ahead of, like, I'm trying to Power it's not a kind of personal like power, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think truth is, is truth fine is, here. Which is yeah. one of my weaker. It's only five. Yeah. So I have a total roll of 13. But I am... It is a... Uh, deductive It reason. is a deductive reading. I'll so let you anything focus. under eight. So uh, that's your, that's your, what your talent yeah. allows. So you need a four. I will let you know that you're only on two threat at the moment. I'm only holding two threats. If you want to buy dice with threat, that's fine. And we fine don't have too. any momentum. No threat. momentum at the no moment. One for one. So first one is one. Second one is two. I'll just buy one dice. With a threat. Yep. Yep. Great. Yeah. We can go to threat three. three That's threat. fine. We can go to threat fifteen. <laughs> you can have as much as you like, but uh, I do like to spend it. So yes. Yeah. I, it's, I don't it's, think Phil's got fifteen tokens. Threat. Yeah. <laughs> Giving threat to the uh, game master is a good thing. Yeah. 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 It's we a kind. Make it, the more we want to make it juicy. Yeah. yeah. And the more yeah. I sit on, the more nervous you're meant to yeah. get. That's the idea. Yeah. 
Well, I rolled a two, a five, and a nine. That's so that is five Yay! successes. Jesus. So one momentum. Thank spare. you. So do you have the exact wording? Uh, we did read it yesterday. You but probably do. I'll also get it up for... Uh, you give me a prediction. Uh, it can be yeah. as vague or as specific know, as you like. So it was to do with the fallout from the houses, right? That's what you were thinking of? Yes. Well, specifically, so part of the things that we're investigating as players' agency over what's happening is going out on this expedition, but also all of the contacts and market organizations that we have, all of the contracts that we are going to be voiding. Yes. Right? So it's around those subjects, the contracts that we're going to have to void because a major house is gone and we will be kind of left a little bit in the lurch. So what I just did was calculate a prediction. Using the facts and figures you've memorized, your ability to process information, you can attempt to predict the future. No such predictions are 100% perfect as there may be variables you are unaware of that affect the future. Understand test with difficulty four. Your success, you may ask the DA master to state something that is likely to occur in the future. You may ask for one additional prediction for every two points of momentum you spend. Game Master can make these predictions vague and they do not have to explain any context for the prediction or why such a thing is likely to occur. Phil, what is one thing that is likely to happen in the future? You'll go on an expedition. (laughs) Damn it. Yeah, it feels like my uh, inciting incident. (laughs) My plot. (laughs) It's very interesting for those long-term listeners of Roll to Cast that... I, the typically numbers crunchy guy, is pulling the give me a wishy washy yeah, narrative give me a psychic thing. Give me a vague narrative. Yeah. Just thing. as our characters have arcs, sometimes us, the players, have arcs. <laughs> never. I am a static. <laughs> you can trust that. I will never change. I am one thing. See, and Sean, this is where you cut because I'm talking about that fucking parasocial relationship. No, I can't a- be a complex human being with different thoughts and opinions. You got one skill. Yeah. And one drive. I am one thing. You're a minor NPC. Yeah. <laughs> true i know who the protagonist is sanctions from chome oh fuck of course now sean has no fucking idea what that means what the what the hell is a chome well i can't remember the acronym but you have to go through chome combine honet uh oh i read about chome when i was doing my research combine honet audis something mercantile what are they responsible for? Everything. Everything. You have to go through Chome. They for, are yeah. the corporation. That's right. That's so right. They're the galaxy or, or universal. Ober. It's bank. Honet, Ober, yeah. Artes. Advancer. Advancer, right. Mercantiles. Combine Honet, Ober, Advancer, Mercantiles. Yeah. So in terms of like, what are they responsible for? Because you've also got like the Spacing Guild and things like that. So, so they're very closely tied to the Spacing Guild, yeah. right? So if the Spacing Guild do all transport... And, yeah, and banking. Yes. Chome do all trade and finance. Got you. Essentially. For, for, because it's using all different kind of ancient earth languages to make that acronym, right? The rough translation is Honourable Union for the Advancement of Greater Trade. Okay. It is a corporation in which almost all houses hold some sort of shares. So Chome is part-owned essentially by everyone and they give out dividends from the profit that they make by enabling trade amongst 
everybody in the known universe. Which is why you can't fuck with You Chome. fuck with them. You, you have trade. You could have direct sanctions. You could have salary fines. You could have your shares taken away. A gigantic monopoly encompassing all forms of commerce across the Imperium, which essentially controlled all economic affairs across the cosmos, although it relied upon the Spacing Guild for transport across space. Without the Chome, you're fucked. Yeah. You yes. have no access to trade and because, you know, each planet is so disparate, without the Spacing Guild, without Chome, you are fucked. And so when, if it's vague that it doesn't specify or not, and Chris might ask this anyway, but when it says sanctions from Chome, is that we are getting sanctions or there will be sanctions just more broadly speaking? No, you, you, there will well, be, fuck. houses will pursue essentially legal action against you. It's not big enough to go up to the Landsraad, but... It's a contract dispute, and Chome handles that. So, so that's not, not where great. The, it's not great. No, <laughs> it's not great. So on the current trajectory, you're likely to be sanctioned by Chome, and that will hurt, in the near term, the fortunes of the house. Obviously, Harkonnen are bankrolling certain things, but it's going to be stormy. You, you see stormy financial weather on the horizon. Ew. <laughs> That's bad. Okay. His, his eyes unwhiten. You go, ew. Uh, Janice looks into the future and is unsurprised what is there, mm. reflects on the past that has led to this, and considers how the meeting this evening will go, mm. or this afternoon will go. Uh, cool. Thanks for that. No worries. I love predictions. Um, yeah. And how much weight generally, this might fluctuate from house to house, how much weight does a house put on the predictions of Mentats? Does, does it seem as a pseudoscience or do they have great faith in it? I, I think it really depends on, on house to house, mm. the quality of your Mentat. Not all Mentats do prediction. Yeah. A lot of them are kind of just data storage. Janice is predictive. Yeah. yeah. A lot of even just going into the rooms with him, like we did with the administrative room. Yeah. That was pseudo prediction. Yeah. Just when Janice starts doing things, people follow in line because yeah. he can read the outer eddies so of the situation. So Ikshana, people do put stock in his predictions and such, as opposed to going, yeah, was, he can yeah. spot Wormsight. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's can do that. Yeah. Uh, that's not... Using prediction. Using prediction pre- and just being yeah. able to be like, hey, cool, because I can do passive scrutiny. Yeah. I can seek information and then I can turn it into traits. Yeah. So all my characters built around is that's why it's called Janus is seeing the future so one thing I I would liken it to is that a corporation which uh, small houses are are somewhat akin to in a lot of ways in our world would use financial modelling on a computer Mm -hmm. to predict its future right and would base decisions on that in a similar way houses use Mentats to do future modelling yes and base their actions on that it might not be 200% accurate but it's going to be pretty pretty damn close right (laughs) yeah it's some extrapolation into the future so they treat it with about the same amount of skepticism. Right. But they don't like, you didn't predict it down to the number. Yeah. There's disappointment if there's shortfalls, etc. Because that's what you're meant to be able to do. You're meant yeah. to be able to do it. If you're really off, then, you know, maybe your career is over. In, yeah. in danger or need, over. Yeah, re- yeah. But yeah, so it's there's some skepticism, but it's it's useful information. Yeah. Especially always. if it pays yeah. dividends. It's like, well, you've yeah. got yeah. a track record of paying off with those these predictions. Yeah. yeah. World building. <laughs> So after the evening's meal, when everyone is, is fed and alert, is when Vadim likes to hold his council mm. in the Desert Star Pavilion. In the evening, under the open air, with suspensor globes hovering around the space, the core staff gather in the pavilion, a circular space with stone benches 
around the edge where various staff and important people can sit. Vadim himself likes to wander during meetings. He stands, he moves around, he can be quite expressive with his body language, Mm. or he can go quite still when he chooses to as well. But he has found that his meetings flow better if he's not constrained to sitting there taking counsel from those below him in a seated position, hand on chin. No, he he thinks of it much more like what in modern parlance we might call a stand-up. It's less. It's less. He's formu- got the microphone cable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's less formulaic in that kind of rigidity. It's more, as you say, open and yes. Yeah. Our house is quite adaptable. I imagine free-flowing movement. Yes, assists in his brain computations. Yes. It's literally, we are flowing together. And during the evening, various staff will come in. You don't have a huge staff as a small house, but, you know, they number in the dozens. So people will come in with extra refreshments or lower level spies will come in and and give reports maybe to yourself, Janus, or to Vadim himself. It's not a completely static scene. There are people who come and go through the evening as you start to formulate your plans. And once you're gathered and settled, perhaps with a small refreshment in front of you, a dash of spiced coffee, or, or simply clean, fresh water available to you, Vadim opens the meeting. You have been listening to Shifting Sands, which is a Roll to Cast production. The best way to find us is on Twitter, Discord, and our Patreon. All our podcasts are on Acast, Spotify, YouTube, and all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Roll to Cast. Dune, Adventures in the Imperium, is an officially sub-licensed property from Gale Force 9, a battlefront group company, all rights reserved. So your first question is, uh, how... How is our house being perceived? How's the house of... Um, how's our house being perceived? One second. Yeah. They're coming for me. To take me away. They're going to give me a little snack. Fuck off. Cops? I think it was an ambulance. Oh. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.